Welcome to OTS fans, everybody. It is uh, me, your temporary host, Kristen, C-Rob, Chris, whatever you want to call me, just don't mess it up. We also have here uh, your other co-host, Derek, spelled the black way, Myers, and Janine Berry, the person who waved at you. And if you visit <laughs> lucky, you can't see that. <laughs> Let's go get into today's episode. Yes, sir. What's going on? What's good, everybody? Um, I'm cooking these oxtails for the first time, and uh, I'm hoping I don't mess up. Yeah, I just All have a really strong are feeling. Open to. Yeah, I've, I have a really strong feeling you're going to be okay with, with it. I feel like because you're in science, you're already very detailed. You probably got like the right seasonings in there. Like you're going to be fine. Yeah, like I, I doused it with like fresh, like minced garlic. Well, I ain't gonna say fresh, but minced garlic. The allspice. I ain't had no stock, so I threw some milk in there, right? To make it a little creamy after I trimmed the fat off. You know I mean, you know, got thyme, rosemary. I ain't got no real herbs to province, but you know, I made a little something shake. You know, I got a simmering on the stove, running my gas bill up. So I think we'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right man we'll um we're gonna we're gonna discuss some uh this is the first episode of the new season of fans where we're coming back um bringing the battles back to you guys as well this year because we know we took a year off last year with everything and just trying to revamp the show and everything like that but um you know, we're going to get into today, we're going to get into uh, discussing what we've been listening to and what we're also looking forward to uh, coming out this year. Um, before we get into all that, we just want to remind you guys real quick to follow us on all social media platforms at OTS Media Co. Uh, OTS Media on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that like button uh, and notification bell if you haven't done so already. Uh, you can find this show and other shows on the OTS Network on our YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts as well. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Uh, what y'all been listening to? I'll go first. Ooh, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, well, so here's the thing, right? I feel that I've been very receptive to new music for whatever reason. I just have not wanted to listen to any new projects per se. Mm. Um, but I will say, like, I've just been revisiting a lot of the albums and the artists that I don't know I was in love with in my younger years, like early 20s. And so I was listening to a lot of day tw 26. I think y'all sleep on them. They're amazing. Well, the first album, the other two, mm -hmm. wasn't really a fan of. Been listening to a lot of day 26. I listened to Travis Scott's entire discography. Like I'm talking mixtapes, every single album, front to back. I also listened to every single Drake album. And um, I don't know if y'all saw you people, but one of the things was she asked Jonah, like what Drake phase did he feel like he, he was in? I mm -hmm. think I'm in my uh, reading this, it is too late phase. Cause that album was just speaking <laughs> to me on a different level. Yeah. But yeah, that's just kind of what I've been doing. I've just been revisiting a lot of my old stuff. Wow. Yeah. I, um, I actually, I've actually been listening to a couple of new artists. Uh, one in particular is Alex Vaughn. I um didn't know about her, but I, I saw something on Instagram uh, that was like detailing some new R and B artists, and she was like the first or second one that that they had on their uh, uh, on their posts. And I was, I started listening to one of these songs, and I'm like, okay, I got hooked. I just went through some of her stuff and she's got an amazing voice. Um, so yeah, I mean her, um, of course, Ari Lennox, you know, um uh all of the Dreamville cast, obviously, for sure. But, uh, obviously, uh, naturally. Right. <laughs> yeah, obviously. That's obvious. Y'all know that. Um actually Mariah's been playing a lot of her uh, playlists a lot when when we're driving. So there's some stuff that I'm starting to hear that I never heard before. Um hmm. never paid attention to division, honestly, either. Like I never What? I just never I just never did. Yeah. Just honestly, never did. Oh, can I do a um, quick interjection real? For anybody that ain't listened to Division before, my personal recommendation is 
check out their Tiny Desk concert. That okay. that'll pretty much give you all you need to know. Cause, it, yeah, man. I'm I'm going to I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back because this this um I know I've been missing some of this of course everything from them but I've been listening I've been missing out on some other artists as well. Um, but no, she played that for me. Uh, some of the stuff this over this weekend, and I couldn't get it out of my head. So yeah, I mean, I'm a uh, I'm gonna go through that some of the stuff, and and you know, because I'm in a real R and B kick right now. Mm-hmm. So it's hmm. it's necessary to go through that stuff. Uh, another one, um, Damani, Ti Sun, I've. I've been t- talking about him for the last year, year and a half now, and uh, Chris, but almost Chris, almost like I felt like he was about to come through the phone. When I said this, Damani. Oh, I thought you were about to say <laughs> more talented as an artist, more talented than Ti is already. I think already. that's fair. Yeah. He's got a neo soul R and B like rap mix. I've never heard that particular mix before. Um, really, on that level, yeah, I haven't heard that. Like the way he does it, his style is kind of it's it's just a little different. It's a little different, and 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 I like that. So, yeah, I mean, the other son can't rap for anything, but this guy, Damani, <laughs> is. The money is money. <laughs> so I have a few follow-up questions, if I may. Yes. Okay. So um, first and foremost, isn't it amazing to have a partner or a friend or a buddy, whatever you want to call them, to where like they put you on to new new music and it almost becomes like a love language. Like it's so cool to like send songs yeah. back and forth or send playlists back and forth. You're like, okay. Yeah. And I thought you were. I think that's cool. Yeah. But um, you were saying that Mariah playing a lot of her playlists, you were introduced to like Alex the D- 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 Division. So with her kind of introducing you to these new artists, are you kind of not feeling so much of R&B is dead? Because I remember that was a conversation we had last year we where you did. thought like R&B really wasn't as prevalent as it should be. No, so I... I meant that on the mainstream level, is it's it's dying, right? Because like okay. mainstream artists are not <laughs> what we're what we're hearing as R and B on the mainstream level is not what we what it used to be. Mm-hmm. But underground for sure is it's alive and well. It's just you got to go find it, and I, and I'm actually hoping that um, with independent artists getting more shine, that we'll get R and B on that mainstream level be- where it needs to be because it, it it never it never died it never died it just kind of went into hiding <laughs> i really hope you were gonna say it didn't die it multiplied oh no no i'm not I, look i'm corny but i'm not that corny bro <laughs> I'm, I'm that corny so i you know i, I was really I, i'm fine with saying i'm corny but i, I don't care about that it, it, look i think i think that um I think R&B is alive and well. I just think that it has, like, it's evolved in certain ways, so it sounds a little different in, in uh, certain ways as well. But I, I love it. I love it. And I think when you have artists on the mainstream level, like Ari Lennox, um, that's getting more shine as well, I think that's kind of putting it in people's minds of, like, going and finding out who these artists are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah, no, nah, nah, Mariah's been she's been playing playlists for me since we uh, went on our first date. So probably like you was in love so damn fast. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> don't judge. <laughs> I'm not judging. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> but to totally piggyback off of your Ari Lennox comment, I didn't mention mm-hmm. um, because I guess technically the album came out last year. But I was on yeah. SZA heavy still, like the first two oh, months yes. of the year. And she has yeah. found so much success out of this last album. I'm just so happy to see it for her. Yeah. No, I'm 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 happy. I think um I think SZA's been is doing her thing too. So 
like R and B is is not is not gone. I think the R and B where where guys were just like doing this in the rain. That's yeah, gone. that's over. Like, yeah, that's over. You gotta get that over. era is over. Well, I want why not bring it back? Like I think I actually think Mario's uh, bringing it back. I don't need you to start dancing in the rain. I don't need boy bands and in, inside of color coordinated outfits anymore. But I do want to feel like men are actually in love with women again. Because R&B has pretty much been like a lot of toxic, like, yeah, like we're, we're together, but not really, or we're just kind of smashing, mm -hmm. but like, I'm not in love for real. Like, I want people to like, like, I want to feel like you're fighting for love again. And that's not happening. In it's, it's intimacy. It's a level of intimate intimacy that's not in R&B yeah. music from the male artists. Not as prevalent as it used to be. So yeah, it doesn't it because you started well a lot of R and B artists started trying to or the male ones at least started trying to do more or incorporate more rappers into their music and it just kind of it sucks. Like I mean not that it sucks, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you gotta sell, right? Because yeah, that's the thing, right? Toxicity is the, the new wave. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like when, when Trump got elected and the people was like, oh, shoot, we can be racist in public again. It's like <laughs> once the like toxic R&B came out, it was like, yo, I can say this and not get in trouble for it. Yo, people <laughs> applaud me. I can get paid. Like, and that's. Yeah. It is now like a lot of these folks talking that cash money. They ain't really got that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It was really that toxic. They just. No, folks gonna buy it, man. But to yeah, but that's off my problem of, with it. Oh, yeah. you go ahead. I was gonna say, like, so know. division. You were saying you um, were introduced to 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 that team. I feel like they kind of teeter tatter the line of like I am in love and like toxic boys syndrome. Because I was listening to a mm -hmm. song by them uh, last time featuring Blue. And he was just like, you know, you're doing all this, but when is the last time someone said that they? loved you or when's the last time someone said that they need you and I'm just like ah oh, you're right like women want to hear that still I don't want to be called a a a baddie all all the time I want you to tell me you love me and that you need me and you don't want me to leave right right I mean well yeah I think it's music has gotten so toxic in certain areas in terms of the the the, the content that there's a, a sense of vulnerability that's not there anymore so at least with male artists so it's it's i guess hard to you know make that a mainstream thing now again but i think that's the problem with what you were talking about chris like it, yeah it's it makes money but when you're talking about the art itself that's what what kills it when you're just trying to chase money the whole time you you lose touch with what what is so like you know now it's like who's the like baby face of today's generation you know or like who who's like uh, who's the usher of this generation like you can't no no chris brown no chris he ain't of this generation he ain't of this generation <laughs> yeah you're right he's not of this generation you're nah. right but who who are those artists? So I think that's that's where to be honest, I think we're getting when you have that vintage feel like that comes into the mainstream, you know, where where things are more vintage and, and is more popular to be vintage or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for that to come around with music where it's like, you know what? Let's get back to this for a sec. Let's see what this is like. And then you know, see what happens. I'm hoping that's what happens, but who knows? I, I think that's why we appreciated the Bruno Mars Anderson Pop collab because it oh did kind of give us that 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 vintage soulful feel. It but, felt like that. <clears throat> but I think you've said this before, like music is just a reflection of the times. And I just feel like mm -hmm. we're not singing about love because the way that everybody is operating outside now is like I'm not looking for love I'm just looking for something fun I'm just looking for something for right now so 
hopefully in a societal type of way, like that changes and it's cool to be in love again. And once it becomes cool to be in, in love again, that's when the music is going to shift. <laughs> I literally had someone tell me, and this is why I'm, I, I don't know if we're going to get back to that point. I literally had someone call me lame for being in love and showcasing my woman. I'm like, when, when did we get to this point where it's lame to actually say you're in love with someone? That doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. You know? But that's said, where well, we that's are. Lame. If Ugh. that's lame, I'm lame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It's fine. Be lame. It's fine. Be lame and proud. Yeah. Like when SpongeBob yeah. said he was ugly. Own it, bro. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I ain't got to send a, a shady chat message. And I was going to be like, when y'all going to let me go? No, I was about to say, so what are you listening to, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, went off on a tangent. Sorry, yeah, that, that went on a big tangent. Oh, I do that. I'm sorry. I'm going to do better with that. On this season of fans, I'm going to stop going on tangents, but I'm good at that. Sorry. No, oh, dude. Is cool. Y'all just like, yes, it's a R&B emotions. And I'm like, Man, I hear the PR listening to Papa Roach last night. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my music tastes be like everywhere. I don't think yeah. I've listened to like one distinct album that I could just like vibe with this year. Which, yeah. Granted, it's only March. Uh, most of the like fire albums usually come out either in the spring, summer, and fall. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just how it works. Why? I don't really know. Don't really care, but that's how people drop stuff. So, yeah, it's just really been an assortment of music. I've been heavy on Latin music lately. Heavy. Really? Like, oh, man, yeah, I got my waves. Because, like, even some of the songs I put out for, like, Music Mondays, like, I knew of those songs, like, over a decade ago. I've been rocking with those artists, but it just felt good to, like, revisit them. Mm -hmm. And next mm -hmm. thing you know, I find myself just, like, vibing out to, like, Cats I ain't never heard of speaking all types of Spanish. And, you know, I'm just like <laughs> in my zone, you know, and it's crazy because, uh, you know, L.A. is like 50 percent Mexican or if not Mexican, at least like 50 to 55 percent of everybody like speaks Spanish as a first mm -hmm. language. And man, like a lot of my neighbors don't even speak English. Like in this cul-de-sac that I'm in. So it's sometimes like. I done rolled through, you know what I'm saying? I'm bumping Bad Bunny. And they see me and they're like, huh? Oh, you speak yeah. Spanish? <laughs> yeah, like, I, shoot, bro, I got a, a donut today and I went into the shop. Everybody's speaking Spanish. Then the chick looks at me and immediately starts speaking English in my order. <laughs> hey, like, like, so you assume, like, I don't know Spanish or something? Like, that's kind of messed up. But, no, nah, man, the music be vibing. Um, like I said, like, it, the... A lot of my music actually is dictated by the gym. I'm in the gym like five days a week. So it's either like the ride to the gym. Like, am I feeling mellow? Am I feeling hype? What am I checking out? Like, am I feeling like bumping some Tina Marie? Or am I going to bump a little bit of Luther? Then I get into the gym and it legit might be like um, Royce the 5-9. It'll go into DMX, Jay-Z and 50 Cent. Uh, I, I started listening to Roy Hargrove last night after I like hitting my PR, which is if people don't know about Roy Hargrove, one of my favorite trumpet players, and uh, he had a band, the RH Factor. You know what I'm saying? So that's straight up jazz and R&B and neo soul and funk. Like, yeah. I literally went from Papa Roach to DMX to Roy Hargrove. That's I love it. That's that's weird. I mean, I, in a good. <laughs> that's yeah. what she. <laughs> in a good way no because i'm thinking about like the the genres like that's how i've that's interesting yeah like i'll be stunned for music mondays like i legit listen to a lot of stuff you know what yeah. I'm saying? like when i'll be listening to classical like i legit will vibe out to like a whole classical suite one of my favorite suites is the planet suite by gustav holst and uh my particular favorite like arrangement is a uh, jupiter so it's like I really be like listening to that, but like my mood may completely switch because this time yeah. I'll be chilling in the bed, just like vibing out to like, um, it could be some rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. watching Bel Air, I love Bel Air, 
yeah. so good. And it's not talked about enough. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So for real. And like they always have really good music selections, even if it's just a snippet. Mm-hmm. And it's like sonically everything hits. And if I ain't heard it before, I'm like, man, let me check this out. So mm-hmm. it might be like one in the morning and I'm like playing this song. Let me ask you about that. Because, uh, yeah. of course, y'all know the furthest west I've been is Alabama. So I haven't been to Cali. But the reflection of Bel Air, the, the, I mean, the reflection of the music in Bel Air, is that, is it safe to say that's how it is in that LA area, Hollywood and all that stuff, musically? Oh, Sonica. LA is interesting. It's one of those cities like you really gotta like visit and kick it in. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like just do a visit. Like having lived here the last two years, I've done like the minimum amount of touristy things. And not intentionally. I just didn't get around to it because I'm like, oh, I live here. Right. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't need to go see Madame Toussaint's and do all this stuff. So that allowed me to actually like get connected with the culture. Like I'm mm-hmm. driving in these areas, like I'm kicking it at these parties, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm linking with people. And that's when I really got to understand, like, how y'all see in Atlanta. There's a difference between the people who are born there and the transplant. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. even how they affect the culture. Because, like, true L.A. culture is, like, smooth. It's so legit. It's so cool. Like, the people are, like, cool as a fan. But yeah. when you start getting these transplants, I want to think about like Hollywood. When you mm-hmm. like LA is only like glitz, glam, and dollars, then yeah, that changes mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That changes like who you're around, what they listen to, how they dress, how they act, because everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be in acting classes and a photographer. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like you get a, a big difference in like how stuff is presented to you culturally, musically, like everything. Um, so, you know, like one of my favorite artists of all time period is like Dom Kennedy, like, Mm -hmm. okay. Dom Dom Kennedy to, you know, LA is like, I'm trying to think, uh, I don't want to say, I'll say Dom Kennedy to LA is like big crit to Mississippi. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you got like cats like that, but people also don't understand like the makeup of LA. Um, because the city shape of LA might be the most ugliest. It don't make no type of sense shape I've ever seen for a city. Like LA is shaped like a pork I think chop. You sent me that. Yeah, <laughs> like no, for real. Like it's like a big chunk here. It's like this super skinny like bridge going down, and then it's like another like chunk here. And then LA is actually split up where there are like islands in the middle of other cities. So it's like you oh, might wow. have okay. legit like all of these other cities surrounding in my head is like LA. Like the background is like these other cities in my head is LA. And okay. it's like, how did y'all do that? But the reason I bring that up too is because these individual cities, even though they're all part of like LA County, they got like their own individual city pride. And so there's like a legit difference. Like people will be like, no, I'm from Inglewood. Well, I'm from Compton. And it's like, y'all mm-hmm. literally right next to each other. Yeah. And make yeah. it distinct from me being from Lone Beach or which valley are you from? Oh, you're not even from LA. You're from the Inland Empire. You're from IE. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and even some of like the folks, how they like listen to music or how some of the culture like moves, it's, it's different. It's different. Yeah. You're going to see like way more humble folk out here than you see on TV. That's interesting. No, I, I, I got to get out there because I, I definitely want um, to go. visit. I got to visit. Go. Yeah, because I, I definitely want to um, taste the food, but also like the music. It's, 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 it's interesting to see what the music scene is like in different places. So, oh. yeah, and I'm going to tell you now. Holla at YouTube and learn the uh, LA two step, which I am so unfamiliar with. <laughs> and it's like the LA two step. Yeah, it's it's a, man. Everybody two step out here, but like it's their own thing, and it's like they hop and it almost look like they about to start like crib walking, but like they're not. But then like crib walking, even if you're not a crib, is like an acceptable thing out here. So like people just regularly do it too, and it's really yeah. confusing. And like. <laughs> 
like I was at a Juneteenth celebration. You know what I'm saying? We we at Lamert Park and like Buddy is performing. Buddy. And folks is crib walking. I was confused. And then like one dude, you know, you know, he hits his little hop and starts doing the two-step, and people out there, you know, they grab hands, they're like, hey. And dude, like, you know, grabs my head and he's like, hey. And I'm like, bro, what is you doing? And my friend looks at me, he's like, doing the two-step. And I'm like, the two what? Like, because I'm shook, because I'm like, bro, I ain't affiliated with nothing. I'm not from Yeah, yeah. I'm out of state here, because, like. I'm new. But like, That's part of the reason why I always say I, I wanted to learn the crib walk, but I don't, I don't, I don't want anyone to think anything. So let me not. I was definitely <laughs> crib walking in middle school because I was like Snoop, like made crib walking like cool for like yeah. mainstream. Yeah, but I yeah. probably wouldn't crib walking that way. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, if you had a party, uh, <laughs> you do it for the most part. Like, for I notice you, you straight. There are particular areas where it's like same thing in Atlanta. Like, yo, if you go here. Don't do that. Couldn't be here anyway. Like, yeah, yeah like, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and just certain things like you can wear, you can do. But outside of that, it's like everything else is straight. Like, there's no need to just unnecessarily be afraid, unless you, yeah. you know, you see a church of chicken, uh, question some things. You see a <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, right? When you see a church is for sure. That's hilarious, and that's everywhere. Oh god! I'm, I'm like, look, I've been out here and I've seen a lot of stuff, but I don't <laughs> know about the church's chicken. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've seen the church's chicken yet. I'll <laughs> think I'll until I go to like Inglewood or something. Oh man, right. that's good, man. Well, all right. So, real quick, let's go ahead and get into it. Then, what what are y'all uh, looking for forward to uh, musically this year? Um, so for me, Paramore has already dropped their new album, but like I said earlier, I haven't really been receptive to new music because I hold on to the old stuff so much. So I gave it a quick run through and I was like, I'm not here for it, but I am looking forward Mm -hmm. to getting into a space where I can really listen to it and digest it and like maybe fall in love again. Um, I was looking up like albums that were coming out or have come out and I had no idea just because it's not really broadcasted, but apparently Masego came out with an album March 3rd. I want to listen to that because I love him. I think he's amazing. Um, And Music Soul Child and Hit Boy came out with an album Victims and Villains that came out. Oh, no, that's coming out tomorrow. So I'm definitely going to listen to that. Right. Music Soul Child and Hit Boy. Yeah. That's coming out March 10th. Black is dropping Valentine March 10th. I'm looking forward to both of those. Um, And that's pretty much it as far as R&B. Things that haven't been announced yet. I'm interested to see if Baby Keem comes out with anything. Just what is this face? I love Baby Keem. He, like, listen, he does something to my spirit, and I'm here to see what this next EP album, LP, I don't know the titles and shit, but I'm ready for him to drop something else. I love <laughs> Baby King. I am too. At the expense too. of not um, losing potential love, partnerships, relationships, and business with the podcast, I'm not going to give my opinion that he's not good. So I want you to continue to enjoy Boy. No, Boy. this is fans. We talk about music. Why do you not feel yeah. like he's <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. He like he don't got bars. I haven't heard him like spit anything that was like, yo, this is good. Quite frankly, the only reason I even gave him spins like continually was strictly because of the beats that he had. And Kendrick, like I, I tried to like listen to Baby King, and it was just like, why, why are you making music? Okay, so here's the thing. I think we have to accept the fact that like not everybody's gonna be like a lyricist and like dropping bars. Like I totally understand it. Baby King isn't yeah. like the best lyricist ever, but like the like the way that he delivers his bars, like I feel like it punches me in the chest, and like it's the energy. I, 
it's the energy and maybe it was the album, the um, melodic blue. Maybe it was because he was really talking about his life and his story. I felt like, okay, I'm getting a better understanding of who you are and, and your story, but it's also over fire beats and you're also giving me energy. So that's what I'm saying. I'm interested to see if his second project delivers that same feeling for me. Wow, I've never heard anyone say that Baby Keem isn't good. That's that's I've impressive. never heard anybody say with since they like him. It threw me off. It's like, I like, like, him. like I want to go wow. with Baby Keem. Why, wow, you were throwing you were throwing some jabs, huh? <laughs> I hear my thing. Like I'm not. First off, I love like deep lyrics, but everything I listen to ain't like super duper deep. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like one artist, like I honestly just been bumping on repeat. Like I love Mo Three. That's that's my guy. He gone way too soft. Like I just legit be cruising down, bumping and I. That's my that's my jam. Anyway, I like listen to a lot of these guys that have, you know, either like middle of the road lyrics, maybe a seven, sometimes like a clever bar here or there. You know what I'm saying? Like Smino, I love Smino. And he actually has clever lines, supremely clever lines, but he's not trying to bar you up the whole song. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's other folks who like are just really good at like storytelling. You know what I'm saying? So So if you can accept that from other artists, why can't you accept that from Baby King? Because he's not good. <laughs> like I heard like if somebody I man, he came out with a what family ties. And the only thing I can remember from that is amazing, brother. Like that stands out more than anything that he put in the whole track. Did you listen wow. to his 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 whole project? I think I like spun it and was pissed because I wasted time, but I give it another spin. Please do. It's it, it's yeah, really wow. good. It's really, really good. And and I'll say wow. this for the folks listening who ain't really familiar with me. One thing I ain't got a problem with is admitting where I'm wrong. I care more about being correct and I care more about the facts than I do about being correct for the sake of my own pride. So one like one of my favorite artists is Wale. And um mm-hmm. that summer oh, on sunset. So that summer on sunset, I completely bashed it. I was like, that jump was trash. It was like super duper regular. I don't know why he dropped that. I hate this and gangsta boogie. I wish I, I was complaining. And one of my best friends, he knows how big of a Wale fan I am. He's like, I don't know, bro. I got it up there as like his best mixtape. I'm like, you capping. He was like, man, give it a spin again. And I cut it on Summer on Sunset again. And I was like, yo, I was tweaking. This joint go yeah. hard. Like, why did I not like this up front? So suffice to especially, say. Especially mixtape Wale. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So suffice to say, people who are unfamiliar with me, I'll give this baby Keem a spin. And I will report back to y'all and let y'all know if my opinion changes and he's good. And I'm like, you know what? I messed up. I will let y'all know that. Please do. I I think, I think, I mean, I think he's got a solid foundation to build on. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I think, I think when I'm listening to him, it's just, it just, it's good music to listen to in a car while you're driving in the summertime. Like, the gym too. Yeah, in the gym too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, 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 that's just that's just where I place him. Um, oh, and for the both but, of y'all who like feelings a lot, my guy, <laughs> my my personal favorite R and B artist, um, and has been for some years now. Eric Bellinger, everybody, we got to give him way more flowers. Yeah. And it's not because I've been living in LA. Yeah. He's also LA son. Dude just continuously dropped hits. He he's like the the R and B Demar Derozan, and like is a bona fide bucket, and like does it so like stealthily and like doesn't get enough credit for it because he's yeah. not like the flash of substance of everybody else or in this market. It's like yo, Eric B is the man as a lead, as a background, as a feature. He's a he needs monster. He's the mid-range. <laughs> Eric B is the mid-range assassin, bro. 
Like, I could still bump Eric B for president, and that came out like seven yeah. years ago, and you would think it yeah. dropped yesterday. But he also had a like album this year. You know what I'm saying? One eight hundred hit easy. It's and unfortunate, it's- but I feel like some people are just better to be like behind the scenes or like doing the writing of the music or just kind of giving a vibe. Like that's that's kind of like party next door for me. I love party next door, but the hits that he sold off to other people just skyrocketed to a level that it wouldn't have had he done the song. I think a lot of people feel that way about Eric Bellinger. Like, yeah, you're a good person to like write songs for people, maybe like a little bit of background, a little bit of creative direction. I don't know if I want to see you as like the main artist. He's not the star, but he needs to be like the third Right. I mean, I'm not saying that for him specifically. I'm just saying, like, in in yeah. general, there are some people that are just better suited to kind of work the background versus being in the no, starlight. That I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't yeah. think Eric B gets enough love for whatever reason because he's yeah. a fire lead. Like, I ain't heard nothing that he missed on. He has great harmonies. You know what I'm saying? He genuinely can sing. Like, I saw him sing, like, when I saw Wale perform last year. And he's like, yo, this is one of my boys. We collab a lot. And he brings Eric Bellinger on stage and Eric like performed a few of his own songs like in the middle of a Wale concert. Like he has authentic vocals. Mm-hmm. Even before like people watching the tiny desk with Usher. Like mm-hmm. he's that guy. He just don't get the notoriety. Like as I say, he's the DeMar DeRozan of the R&B game. Yeah. Cold, all-star, is going to be a Hall of Famer, bona fide. It's very legit. Mm-hmm. Just don't get that love. Everybody would rather talk yeah. about streaky old Tatum. Or uh I'm just playing. <laughs> don't you dare. Here we go with the basketball <laughs> references. I'ma check out. No, no don't worry. Don't down. worry. We, we ain't going we ain't going down there. We ain't going down there today. Uh, <laughs> uh if Derek had to choose, you know, between Mariah, J. Cole, and Jason Tatum, I think he'd have uh too big of a, a, a problem on his hands. Why would I have a problem on my hands? I'm choosing Mariah ten times out of ten. Why am I? Why have? Why do I have a problem? With my hands? Oh, something that that Jason Tatum can't go. All right, cool. So moving forward, <laughs> I'm playing. Oh, you walked into that one. Bang bang! I'm on fire right now. Ugh. Whatever, man. That man said bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so something I'm looking forward to this year. Um, T Pain's got an album coming out on top of the covers, which is a full cover album, and I am really looking forward to that. I think that comes out this month, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Janine, you already said it, but Black's album, uh, I'm looking forward to that coming out, and I'm gonna throw this out too, just because I, I really do believe in her, Rihanna. R9. I am listen. The way she rubbed her belly at the Super Bowl, I, I I'm believing that something is going to happen. She's trolling. Something's gonna happen. She's Amen. done with music, bro. But I I I personally think she's got one more. Oh, she's got 10 more. I, she's just not gonna No, do no, it. no. Yeah, I think I no, I no, I agree with that too, but I'm saying I think I think one more that she's gonna release, and then that's just gonna be it. And uh, I'm I'm holding on to hope. Uh, ASAP putting in work, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, congratulations to him. Wait, he I time to take a rest. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna happen, bro. I think it's gonna happen. I think we're getting that album this year. Um, you know, and this I, this is the first time I've heard her actually like discuss anything any like possibility of an album was like around the super bowl which you know she said it makes sense to she she wants to uh drop it this year and it makes sense to she would hate that if it didn't come out this year so i'm i'm holding on to every bit of hope that we get one more and we might not get it but i'm holding on to hope for it it is what it is speaking of hope 
Do y'all think Ye is going to drop anything this year? I, I don't hope need, so. I don't need, I don't need Ye dropping anything. <laughs> I, I want him to. I need Ye to go. Look, huh? this, this could be a whole episode in and of itself that we probably need to do because one of my most favorite creatives, producers, and mm. artists of all time is Kanye Omari West. Now known as a full government. Now he says a ton of things that he doesn't need to say. Um, and I don't agree with some of the opinions and things that he says. So let me get that out there. Right. I am not a part of cancel culture, however. I take everything on a case by case basis. And I do think that he definitely deserved consequences and rightfully so for the things that he said and how he went about it. I firmly stand by that. Um, I also care about the man musically and what his music and art has actually done for me in my life, though. And uh, I really do value his works. And I am able to separate his works from him because it's not like he's putting out, you know what I'm saying, Mind Camp as an album. I, I would think that he wouldn't be stupid enough to do something that egregious. If he's going to make an album, it's going to be a musical album comprised of his feelings, his life, and the typical works that he does, meaning, like, I don't have to be thinking about, you know what I'm saying, whatever works he put off, like, how it's connected to us, like, it won't have a connection. So I could actually just appreciate the art for the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would like for him to come up with something, but I I need him to take some time. He, he been taking time, though. He, he been silent, bro. Like, yeah, for the last what five six months, like he that's needs, a lot of time for him. I was like, that's a lot of time, bro. That's a lot of time. I know. Yeah, he needs more time. He needs more I, time. I agree, but like, I still want some. Actually, it may not. It may have actually been shorter than that because the whole thing with um Dream nah. Champs, I think, was like December. Nah, before December. It's, 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 it's November. It's been at least three Wait. months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's not. It's bottom line. I don't. He needs. He. We need at least a year of just him being away. Because I, I don't think you're gonna be able to do anything. He's uh, everybody don't run for president. I hope not. I don't. I don't think he will get accepted at this point in the slightest. No, I mean, yeah, but that can't stop him from running. That's the problem. Well, of course. I, I, when when you're doing all that, my my point is like you know, just if we I want old Kanye back in terms of like musically, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it take it would take some time for him to be away from the spotlight to going and 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 do something like that. Like take some time, huh? You need down to West for that to happen. It it, it hurts. But yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Right, for him to be over. Well, I, th- I actually think what even what he did with uh, what was that Donda too? I actually thought that was good too. But I, I sonically, it was amazing. But he just needs some time away, man. I would like for him to take a, a an Adele break. He got the heartbreak for it now, so it's 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 possible. Take that Adele break. Let 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 him let but him. But he's also been know, looking. Take a couple years. He's also been looking really good lately. Like when 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 people like catch him out, like he seems happy. He seems light. He looks good. So from the outside looking in, it looks like he's definitely in a better space. So I'm interested to see what that would look like musically for him. That'd be nice. I'm actually genuinely curious, and this is probably something we can address on everyday dangers, but. I'm curious on like how bipolar medication actually affects you. Cause there are a few people that I know who have bipolarism that they don't like taking their meds. He says that all well, the time. Yeah. I'm not taking my meds. <laughs> well, yeah, like he says that, but I, I know people personally that's like, yo, I mean yeah. people like they don't like taking the medicine. So I'm actually mm-hmm. curious what it does to you and why like people don't like taking the medicine. And I only say that to say, you know, in regard to like what we could expect from him. When you got this high profile person 
that's like tapped in with fashion, tapped in with music, tapped in like creatively on a number of fronts. And even if he went off the complete deep end, like you can't deny the classics and everything he gave us before, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what could we expect? And why did you make this turn? You know, could you even turn back? Like, is this something that could be helped by medicine or is it just what it is? And I think that's the one thing everybody's trying to figure out and we don't know how to get that answer. So do me a favor. Whatever friend you have that's bipolar, book them free. Everyday James. No. Oh my God, no. Okay. All right. No. Well, <laughs> maybe a... Sorry, I, I forgot we was on the show. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, for, for, for my <laughs> sake, that's not even safe. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what are you looking forward to this year, though? Smino, Conway the Machine, won't he do it? Larry June, Alchemist, they dropping the greatest. Larry June. Yeah. Uh, really good. I'm pretty sure NBA Youngboy is going to drop another album. Uh, it's one of my favorites, one of the youngins. Uh, he drops I've an album like every three months for whatever reason i know I've you don't like him, him. But bro he no, i've never him. listened to him oh he, he so early young boy listen to middle of the road young boy like two years ago throwing in the trash um he got like you remember when nelly made that song with tim mcgraw mm-hmm. exactly so now that like young boy is back to like gangster stuff it's like all right cool you back again like wait hold up let me ask you something did you just compare Young boy to Nelly, bro. If you if you heard that album, then don't generalize it like I'm like comparing Young Boy to Nelly like on talent. <laughs> I'm saying when Nelly made that all in my head with Tim McGraw, we're like that was right. that was good though. It was that great. was that was a catchy song. That was a catchy it song. Was, it was catchy, bro. It, young boy I, makes catchy music. I big. have yet to be caught by it. I I, I have missed the I've, all yeah, of the catching. Yeah. yeah. Yo, like what what young boy have you listened to? I'm I'm uh, Nelson Aguilar out there. I ain't caught nothing. Oh my yep. god. I'm uh I'm kind of yeah. shook right now. Like make no sense. It's it's a how it's is a, that more egregious than what you said about Baby King? I was gonna say the way you feel right now like, is how we just felt about baby baby king. <laughs> I don't nah, get it, bro. The difference is people actually like Young Boy, and he consistently puts out likable work. Baby King and people got on because he's Kendrick's cousin, and don't do that. Don't do that. People actually like King, bro. Yeah, people actually like people King. like Meth too, and but have Baby King and NBA Young Boy been? Putting out music for the same amount of time, or would you say that M- that Baby Keem is a little bit newer to the game than what NBA is? Oh, way, way newer. NBA is on like ten or eleven albums at least. Right. So we got to give Baby Keem time before we, you know what I mean? Oh no, that's, that's valid. That's valid. I'm just saying, like other youngins, you know what I mean? Like, and the reason I say youngins with young boy because. Young boy puts out music um akin to like how Lil Wayne was putting out music in mm-hmm. like the late two thousands, early twenty tens. Like he just puts out. Stop! Stop it! I'm Hold not on. comparing Lil Wayne and NBA. stop. I'm doing asking that. lyrically. I mean, at, lyrically. Is he's that. saying uh, he's saying as far as like putting out music, he puts out music. Okay. Okay. Like okay. The frequency. I literally okay. said okay. that. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make sure. Just trying to make sure because Sorry. like. Uh-huh. Of the young of the young generation, like when you're listening to them, are you listening to them for energy? Are you listening to them for lyrics? Are you listening to them for just just beat selection? What are you listening to young young ones for? Uh both. Like sonically, there are a lot of things that, that come into play. Um so okay. for folks who are still getting new to me, I love metaphors. I think they can explain things better than I can sometimes. I treat music like I treat food. There are a lot of different foods that you like. There are they prepared differently, they season differently, but good is good, right? You, you don't make a hamburger like you make a cake. They have completely different flavor profiles. You like them both. That's how I treat like a lot of these young cats. Like, what are you bringing? And is your overall product something that's like actually good or enjoyable? 
Like, I don't expect it to have, like, all these complex flavors all the time. But if it's good, it's good. So, like, when I heard Baby Keen, one, um, I didn't like his flow. I didn't like his vocals over top of the beats. And I think that the beats overpower him. When I hear Young Boy, Young Boy has a lot of energy. He drives the production. And, I mean, he comes, like, when I say, like, comes with the energy, like, that's why he's really good in the gym. He is, like, high-powered, but not, like, Ugh. it's just, like, he, he crunk the whole time. Like, even it's, like, so, Chappie songs is kind of crunk. So, compare Young Boy versus Jid, then. Because Jid, no, no, to me... No, that's so different. So different. Jid is a lyricist, and his flow is, like, ri- ridiculous. Young boy but will he be has like the, everything you just talked about, like the lyrics, the beat selection, the flow. But it's that's why flow. I said like I compared it to the food, right? Because it's a completely different product. Jid will be like, let me see, charcuterie board. I'm just joking. No, no, actually, that's a <laughs> really, no, that's that's a really really dope thing. Yes. Um, because like with Jid, you get a selection of like a lot of things. But the presentation is like so dope. I only think like Jid's main issue is because of like how complex it can be at times, it's something that doesn't just work for every day. Like everybody's not eating charcuterie charcuterie every day. Right. Like you you just not. Like it is a special occasion. So like Jid can drop an album and you like, yo, this is cold, but like, you know, it might be like a cancer, like a lupe or something. Like, it's just that complex. So sometimes you have to take, like, a breather from it. Like, NBA Youngboy, he's like, <laughs> no disrespect, bro. NBA Youngboy is like a large fry and a six-piece nugget from McDonald's. Call you it can't his, eat like, that every day. <laughs> is that who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But you know what I'm saying? Like, growing up, if you can have McDonald's every day, Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As and a I'm, kid, yeah. But long not, term, it's not good for you. Of course, bro, long term NBA ain't good for me. I don't listen to him every day. Like I gotta take a break because bro, NBA young boy had me on the same mode like when you first listened to uh like Ellenwood area. Like when you first heard that crime mob album here, like bro, bro, what? Okay. I'm like, I wish somebody would. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel listening to Young Boy. Okay. It's not a safe thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, all right. Just take a break. Okay, <laughs> I feel that. I feel That's that. fair. I feel that. Yeah, so you listen right. to him, you'll be like, I feel this. This is like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure John Jones listened to NBA Young Boy before he fought last weekend. I don't know what he listened to, but that boy was hype, man. <laughs> Look, talk about death. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that wraps it up in terms of what we we had for today. But oh, I, let me throw this out there. I want to hear that new Boosie album too. I'm gonna definitely listen to that Cali. You, I don't know how to say her last name. That Cali. Oops. Yeah, the the like red moon Venus under the something. Yeah, I hear it's really good. Yeah. Oh, and Wait, one what more is artist. that? That's an artist. Yeah, she's R&B. Like- uh, Red Moon in in Venus is what it's called. So Cali K A L I, uh, last name U C H I S. Uh, she makes very very beautiful. Like she's on the precipice of like neo soul R and B, but she okay. incorporates her Mexican heritage into it, like hardcore. Oh, it's okay. a really dope blend. So like uh, one song you you might actually really enjoy is called Telepatia, and like when she sings it, she goes like seamlessly between English and Spanish, but it's like over this beat that you could almost hear like, you know what I'm saying like Badu vibe over. Oh, I'm I'm gonna listen to that. I listen to that while I'm editing it. It's that's fire. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, lastly, um, Leia. I would be remiss if I did not say Leia. Or Laya, however you want to pronounce it. Um, also another Mexican R and B artist who is a fire singer, has dope vocals, um, like crazy visuals. She's almost like a, a Mexican like Missy Elliott. 
Um, mm. And one of her like breakout hits was Sailor Moon. And it was super dope because I'm an anime nerd. But then she made a 2.0 version of it. And it went from like this really like soulful, smooth, like sultry, poetic justice type track to the 2.0 version, which was like straight house. And Ooh. being born and bred from the Midwest, from Michigan, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Birthplace of house is like, yeah, I said to Chicago, you know, it's crazy how she made like that flip. But she has so many other tracks that are like just dope. And I'm really hoping she drops this year. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll check out. Text me that, please, because I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> but yeah, you. but I think I think I think that wraps up with topics for the day. But um, before we wrap it up, um, something I I neglected to uh address at the beginning of the show. Um, for any of you guys that are watching this or listening, um, if you follow OTS on social media, you've noticed. <laughs> excuse me. You know, a couple weeks ago we announced that um. Uh, past the aux is no longer <laughs> we are deciding to combine past the aux with fans <laughs> and uh so uh he's not with us today but uh Dwayne is you know he will be you know with us as well um and just the four of us will be the new judges on uh the fans battles so um you're still going to get a little bit of what past ox was uh, mixed with fans. Um, some episodes you might just see a couple of us. Some some episodes you might see all of us. Um, but we're going to still bring in those past ox vibes uh, onto the show. But fans is uh, has a, has a, a, a aspect of it that actually allows us to do more and and have a broader range, um, including the battles. So, you know, we have a lot of stuff that we're going to start bringing to you guys. The first battle will be coming to you all very soon. Um, we just need to discuss what that battle will be. Um, sound, I, I recorded the sideline guys with, with uh, Bobby uh, Winborn last night. And uh sound like he wants to jump in on a battle. Um, so I'm not sure. Uh, I think he told me who he wanted to uh, go as, but I forgot who it was. But um maybe we'll see bobby battle someone uh pretty soon so um you know we're gonna give you guys some time we're gonna build it up uh toward the battle so as the build up toward the battle uh comes each contestant will come onto the show and uh we're gonna put them through the ringer as to why they are a fan of this uh, particular artist so um mm -hmm. be on the lookout for that um and and we're going to come out with a lot more uh, stuff with you, for you guys pretty soon this year. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I want to throw the pressure on you um, increasingly more than ever. I got it. Because <clears throat> I've been saying this for two years. While You've been ducking Vegas, me. Battles. I've been ducking you. Well, I've been ready. Bruh. Bro, we can make a playlist tonight. <laughs> What's Bruh, you mean? I already... All, all I needed to know was who my, my opponent was going to be. That's good. Show, show me my opponent. <laughs> I mean, look, which one of y'all want to come in second place? That's all I need to know. <laughs> I guess it's, it's you. All I'm saying is, I don't Technically, Wale officially fished me more times in concert than J. Cole now as of last year. Wale has officially surpassed okay. J. Cole for, for three times to J. Cole's two. Okay. I'm a fan of both, so you're going to I'm lose. a fan of both too. I'm a fan of both too, but I'm gonna make you lose. You're like a fan of Wale, but you're like a propeller for J. Cole. I'm a fan of both. J. Cole is just my favorite artist of all time though. Yeah, a, a propeller is a fan. It's a really big one. I'm just mm -hmm. <laughs> see what you did there. That, that went over my head. I get it. I see good. it. That was good. That was I'm good. on fire, bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got, I got some, I got, I got some stuff I can knock you out with. All right, all right. Um, we'll, 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 we'll do it. So if you if you want to do a uh, cold Wale, um, hey, let's make I'm it happen. It. I'm with it. All right, so we got Janine as a judge. It's lit. Dwayne as a judge. It's lit. We'll have to find someone else to replace us because I mean, we, you and I can't be a uh, host and judge. I mean, uh, contestants and judge. 
we we can talk about more, you know, of this. Oh, on, we'll discuss it here. We'll discuss it. Yeah, I don't want the fans. This is like the face off before a boxing match. This is hilarious. I, well, you know, I'm I'm. He probably won't admit it, but he's he's scared because he already knows he got the heavy shots. So it is what it is. But yeah, um, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this thing up, and uh, you know, give them everybody your socials. Let's let's you know. Oh, well, you can Ladies find me on Instagram. First. You can find me on Instagram at Nina Soul. Nina with two eyes, soul like the sun in Spanish. So N I I N A S O L. You can uh, find me on Instagram, and it's the same as Twitter. At the number one, as in literally the numeral one, Chris C H R I S Rob R O B as in boy. Um, y'all gonna have to make me make my profile public in a second if y'all start following me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you can follow me at Derek underscore O T S as D E R R I C K, the black way to spell it, but preferably, uh, <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I prefer if you follow the brand. So it's at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms. Uh, OTS Media on YouTube. If you have not done so yet, hit that like button, subscribe, and the notification bell. Get updates on when we post uh, new content. Um, and uh, for anybody that's actually on it, uh, fan base. I'm not sure if anybody's uh, on fan base, but uh, you know maybe we might be doing some stuff on there pretty soon too. So uh, please right. follow OTS on there at OTS Media Co. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, give us a shout out, follow, uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, uh, any new any topics that you want to hear us discuss, uh, hit us up, let us know. Um, but also, if you have any suggestions for, for any battles that you want to see, please let us know. Please mm-hmm. let us know because uh, it's it's uh, it's it fans is uh, uh, is driven by the fans. So please definitely let us know what you guys think. Uh, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.